Welcome to Locked On Cardinals. Alex Clancy, Bo Brock. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow Bo at Bob Brack. You can listen to us both on Fox Sports 910 Phoenix. Me 1-4 to four on the Freaks and Bo 4-7 to seven on the Drive. So Thursdays we traditionally break down the game at hand and, uh, you know, give the the keys to victory for the Cardinals to use the cliche. And I'm going to, you know, put all of my sarcasm aside for the day and actually take these keys to success seriously because this is a game that, you know, I... Th- <laughs> You're struggling. No, I can't. I can't. Why? I can't. I can't. But I, I just think at this point... After what happened in Atlanta, yeah, this is not... So say say the Packers game happened last week mm-hmm. and then, you know, the, the Rams were like, oh... King of the world, baby. We can beat anybody. You go to Lambeau, it doesn't matter what kind of what kind of Packers team they've constructed with Aaron Rodgers at the helm. You can beat anybody. After the drubbing last week, uh, it's this is the get right game number two for the team that they've played, I would assume. And the, get it, right team game number two in consecutive in row, weeks. In right. consecutive yeah, weeks, yeah, right. Because the Atlanta Falcons had no problem getting right against Zero the Arizona problem. Cardinals. And and especially for the Rams. So it's get right and get healthy. I guess you could say both of those. Sure, yeah. And if you can do it synonymously, you can do it simultaneously. It's an interesting game in the sense of, like, if you are playing daily fantasy with DraftKings, like, who can you rely on in this game? Yeah. Because you would think, like, automatically Todd Gurley's your guy. Yeah. But with him nursing a knee injury and that this game could get out of hand early, are they going to lean on Todd Gurley like they normally do? That could play a role. It's a little fishy. But if you look at maybe from a Cardinal standpoint, too, you're like, God, who can you rely on? If it does get ugly, is David Johnson going to be a factor? He's always a factor as far as the past game's mm-hmm. concerned. And then are we staring down Larry Fitzgerald's final game as a wide receiver? Is he going to come out, play big, play with a heavy heart, and just ride that mo to a big fantasy game? Well, I don't know. That There's still a lot of variables that – play into the role there. I mean, can Josh Rosen get him the ball? Big question. Can <laughs> so the, the offensive line keep him upright long enough to hit Larry Fitzgerald? So, I mean, from from a fan's perspective, from somebody that's just watching this for pure entertainment value, um, there, there's, still, there's still some things there. But we're looking at it from the guys of, let's lock in. Steve Wilkes and Steve Kime not coming back next season. Yeah. Let's just let's just just lose by fifty. Let's bury this. <laughs> let's let's finally just put this that conversation to bed. Let's throw dirt on it. Let's put the final nail in the coffin. Let's let's move forward. Let's let's agree that this has been a complete utter disaster. Probably the most the hor- the worst season in franchise history, which is saying something. That's a, a team that had not won or had a winning season for well, almost a decade when they moved to Phoenix. Uh, to, to talk about the futility surrounding this organization and that this is the worst season of all time, that's almost it's it's almost impressive. I mean, it is because they statistically have the worst record since they started as the Chicago Cardinals. Yeah, I believe worse than the Browns, worse than everybody. And the fact that they didn't have a three win season before this, and they right. still have the worst record, bunch it's of magic. Yeah, I mean, it's magical. Though. Bunch of five and elevens, just rough goes of it. it I mean. That's that's the thing about these seasons when you look at just through the annals of NFL history that it is tough to go three and thirteen. Yes, when you when you construct an NFL roster and you have the ability to draft the, this with with your peers, you get to go to the free agent market with your peers. That you would even a blind squirrel would find a nut. But in this season, you you your three wins have been 
against two of them are against the San Francisco 49ers, and the other one, the freaking coach was fired hours after the loss. Yeah. That's how bad it's been. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's in, I was sitting there at the press conference yesterday, and Steve Wilkes just seems like a beaten man. He's just resigned to his fate. And then I'm concerned about Josh Rosen. I just did. I'm like, he's already playing this this game with the press, and you know, week in and week out. And, and you know, some listeners would be like, "Well, that's annoying that the press keeps asking him about how to how he would summarize his rookie season. He he just won't do it. He says, "Well, that's your job. That's your job to make those headlines to write that story." But you know, if that's the media's job, then what's Josh Rosen's job? And where, how is he? Is he? succeeding in his job is he failing in his job look at it as a whole and if you want us to summarize it if you're asking us to do it and you're asking me or Alex to do it it's been a failure you're not good at your job right now yeah and I mean listen we're not going to get into this because we get into this every time this conversation comes up he shouldn't have started this year no I disagree with that that's right and that we're not going to do that again but he is the lowest rated quarterback in the NFL the worst the worst quarterback statistically Maybe not statistically, rating-wise, in the NFL. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just there's there's nobody worse. Nathan Peterman was better somehow. Um, I, well, I mean, I think you have to factor in pass attempts, starts, games played. Peterman, the other guy who's at the low end of that spectrum, uh, what, Kessler for Cody? Jacksonville. Just yeah. terrible. So if Kessler, with his last three starts, has entered that equation – it's still that's it's, where we're you at. Have, you have more of a sample size for Rosen, and it just hasn't been pretty. Yeah. Outside of you know, the first or second drive of each and every game, and then after that, it's just it's just stagnant offense. Yeah, it's bad. Alex Clancy, Bo Brock, locked on Cardinals. So going into the game, and and the I guess the one silver lining here is that the Rams have been the worst defense in the NFL the last six weeks. Points points allowed wise, they give up 188 points over 31 a game. Guess who is a horrible defense going into the contest leading up against the Arizona Cardinals? The Atlanta Falcons. They were, and they got right, didn't they? Yeah. And you see the talent across the Rams starting lineup. I mean, to keep to leave Marcus Peters, whether or not he's going to go up. They're going to be again. salivating. They are, and you've got Aaron Donald, and of course, oh, um, of and course, Kinsu, who's playing for a contract as we talked to oh Brad Bear Motter. I mean, he's got he's got a couple more games to to prove himself. For the 2019 offseason, and then also you've got Fowler, who's who's a freak Dante, of nature. Yeah. Can can he put together some pass rushes that uh, get to the quarterback and affect the game? Possibly. Do you, do you think? And this just came to me, and, and this is this is where we are. Do you think the Cardinals have enough cap space to? Would they think about going after Indomitian Sue? I think because th- you need they need an interior lineman, right? It's they don't be necessarily get one in the draft. It be, because it's not it's the flip from the NBA. Where it's uh, it's draft and free agency. Where in the NFL, it's free agency and then right. draft. It, it probably I would my guess is they would pass on a guy like Indomitianu with the idea that it's a deep position in the draft. And if they don't get one at the top of the draft, they can maybe get somebody in the second round at the top of the second round. Because that's where we are in Arizona, where it's if you have enough money in the NFL, anybody will go anywhere. He went to Miami for crying right. out loud when you got that hundred million dollar offer. It was almost as bad of a contract. <laughs> right, that's true. Yeah, he went, what, two overall? I don't remember who was one overall that year. He was, it was, man, I can't remember. But it was like an Albert Hainsworth deal yeah. in Washington. I mean, it was, he was a little bit more productive than Hainsworth was, but a Sue was more. suspended and, well, Hainsworth didn't even almost pass, he failed his physical, right? No, I mean, he was a guy that 
He played a lot in his first season, and then uh, I mean, he was just a disaster. Shanahan didn't, didn't like didn't him. stay in shape. At least Ndamukongsu, he's a guy that's kept in shape. He and he's kept to, out of the limelight. Sure. Uh, the poor limelight over the last couple seasons. But it's just that's the kind of guy that the Cardinals can sign. A guy that has been issued somewhere else, and he'll command more money than he's probably worth. But because the Cardinals have the the capital, I, it was just something that came to the top of my head. I don't know. Because you're right. I mean, Bo, they... There are plenty of linemen in this draft, and that's exactly what the Cardinals need. So don't be surprised, Cardinals fans, that if this is a very unsexy draft for the Cardinals, offensive line, defensive line, and the one guy, I don't know his name off the top of my head, the um, the corner out of LSU. Greedy Cre- Williams? Greedy. Yeah, yeah, Greedy Williams. Why not? At the top of the draft? Well, no. It, it, so if you're trading down, so say oh, you have the first it. or second overall pick, and you could trade down to six where it's either going to be Ed Oliver, Greedy Williams, some offensive lineman that, that's not the Jonah kid, that, you know, you're in business. If you want a guy, look at Denzel Ward. Look at Derwin James mm-hmm. and uh, and the kid from the kid at the, with the Jets from two years ago. These two safeties, they're ranked the two highest, the two of the three Jamal highest Adams. safeties. Jamal Adams from yeah. LSU. Two of the three highest safeties in the NFL. These guys come in and they're ready in the secondary. I think, I think the cornerback position is a little I I hold it in higher regard than maybe the safety Yeah, position. sure, no, I absolutely. Think, I think that would just be it'd be huge if you could put somebody opposite Patrick Peterson and you take away another side of the football field, yeah. right? That would be that would be awesome if you got a playmaker like the guys you mentioned James who plays the safety position or so does Jamal Adams, he plays the safety position and we've seen guys in as far as uh New Orleans Saints, they they brought Marcus in Lattimore. Marcus Lattimore and, and uh, Eli Apple too. Eli Apple, you look in Miami where they made they went and they drafted high at mm-hmm. the position. Minka had a pick six last yeah, week. Yep, Minka Fitzpatrick has been very good. So it's it's an interesting thing. I think by trading down and acquiring more picks would be the best to expedite this rebuild, especially looking at this draft and seeing some of those teams that are behind you that are quarterback hungry, that if they fall in love with somebody Maybe it's Herbert, or maybe it's uh, maybe it's uh, who's the kid from Ohio State? Why can't I think of his name? Ha- um, what uh, Dwayne Haskins? Dwayne Haskins. Like if if he has a big combine, shows off a big live arm, maybe somebody moves up. I mean, it's not going to be as much as it was. It's not RG three hall, right? It's not a it's not a Jared Goff, Jared or Goff right? Carson, Carson Wentz. Wentz. But if you can get an extra pick, yeah, I mean, especially you need two teams that need quarterbacks that that are up there, so yeah. they can fight for who's going to move up. Yeah. And you think it's the Giants in Jacksonville, they're going to be back to back. Yeah, it's uh it's one of those things where it's it's going to be an interesting offseason. I am actually excited to see the how the rest of the season plays out and then just it's going to be fascinating how the offseason unfolds for the Arizona Cardinals. Locked on Cardinals, Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, and what's left for the Cardinals and what's left for a lot of uh maybe some people that their fantasy season ended in defeat. They were beat down by Kareem Hunt being suspended, deservedly so. Also, some key injuries out there. James Conner, bragging rights, huge cash prices. You thought they slipped through your fingers, but nope, they're up for grabs this weekend. In all season long at DraftKings, the leader in one-week fantasy sports. How huge? We're talking over half a million dollars in total prizes. With one-week fantasy at DraftKings, you can choose when to play. Draft a new team every week with no season-long commitment. What's the best part of fantasy football? It's the draft. At DraftKings, you're the GM. You can choose your players, stay under the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against competition. 
No matter what your skill level is, there's a contest waiting for you at DraftKings. So if you've been thinking about trying the one-week fantasy football, now is the time to play because nothing makes fantasy football Sunday more exciting than when you've got a little at stake and you have that at stake with a DraftKings lineup on the line. And you can play for free with your first deposit to complete your share over $1.5 million in total prizes. Go to DraftKings.com, download the app, use the Locked On promo code to enter a contest for free this weekend with your first deposit and complete for your, compete for your share of over $1.5 million in prizes. That's the code Locked On only at DraftKings, the game inside the game. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply, especially in the state of Arizona. See DraftKings.com for more details. Welcome back, Alex Clancy, Bo Brock. Uh, you heard the DraftKings live read that my uh, beloved co-host, Bo Brock, read. Mm, I'm going to be in California for Christmas. And I'm so it's like you're able to do it. And we're in Arizona, folks, and you can't do any of the fun stuff here. No, you can't. You can't you even can't. compete for a T-shirt in uh, fantasy leagues. Right, which is absolute malarkey. Uh, we don't change Easy. our clock, so so we have that. Uh, I'm actually going to download the app and partake a little bit over Christmas break because if, if the IP, apparently if the IP address is in California, you can do it legally, and I'll be there for a couple days, so I could do it. And I might Venmo you some shekels, and let's get busy on some draft So things. Bo lives <laughs> in, the, in, in the 14th century because he only refers to money as shekels. And also, I use Venmo. And do you use Venmo? Uh, I do use okay, Venmo. Okay, well, I'm proud of you then. I do use Venmo. I, I Venmo dollars, dollar bills, y'all. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. Let's get this bread. Let's, the, the cake. Yeah. The cheese. I'm also trying to get verified over Christmas. For social media? Yeah. Oh, good luck. On, on the on, on the Twitter. I, um, I, I, I'm trying to do that. So uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. for you, bud. I appreciate that. I'm talking to the co-host. Anyways, back to... Back to the podcast. So that's on your Christmas list. It is. I just I texted the main. So Kenny Sargent is one of the hosts of the show that I that I'm on, and I uh, I text him like all I want for Christmas is to get verified. Mm. All I want because Bo, for those that don't know, was in my spot on the show that I'm on currently before he went on to bigger and better, and he got verified. So I think it's only fair that I get verified. I mean, I think that. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I mean, let's. Let's verify all the weak takes that you put out on the social media. Listen, dude, they become all <laughs> strong takes when you have that check mark next to you, unless you're the president. So we have we were talking a little bit of, about free agency because Bo and I have had this just like uh, reservoir of wanting to talk about free agency drafts. It's just not time yet. I mean, we could do that. We will have so much ammo for after the season's over. But we got to get through the. We just got to get through the season. It, it is. It is weird that we have our. We do our podcast in the morning, depending on when you listen to it. But we're doing it in the morning here in Phoenix, and then I'll go off to a press conference, and after, and just hours after talking about Steve Wilkes should be fired, there he is holding a press conference. It, it, the body <laughs> isn't even cold yet for Steve Wilkes, and yeah, we're talking about potential uh, coaching candidates. We're talking about guys to take guys that we're seeing in the locker rooms jobs. So yeah, it is. It's a fascinating season, but it's all to the Cardinals' credit or discredit and how they played this season. And it's the only thing that you really have to look forward to. That's interesting to to delve into. Well, I, oh, there I is one else. game left, yeah. or one home game left, and yes. the Cardinals made the move yesterday. They picked up Farrell Cooper off waivers from there from the Los Angeles Rams. Cool name. That I, name doesn't bother me. That's what they need to do, though. I mean, I, I'm surprised that they haven't kicked the tires on a lot more players that have been cut loose. 
you know, whether it's it's character issues or whatever, why didn't why haven't the Cardinals been bigger players for those types of players when their roster's in such disarray? How I mean, I don't think that they're going to like you can put in a waiver claim for anybody. You're mm-hmm. going to get it because of where you are as far as the NFL standings are concerned. So why does a guy why don't you play your hand at a guy like Kelvin Benjamin? Yeah, it's interesting. I, I, I don't like, know. Wh- why not? Just yeah. bring him. If, if if he comes in, he's got a bad attitude. Worst thing is you, you release him. Yeah, I understand. I know. I, I agree with you. I mean, they did uh, sign and cut uh, Kendall Wright seven times this year, they which did. was nice. I mean, maybe three years ago that would have been interesting. But 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 that, with, with a guy like Wright, it's a little trickier. Like as soon as these guys get cut loose, why aren't you claiming them off waivers? I don't, maybe it's because Benjamin holds a higher price tag. Yeah. But, man, I, I don't know. I mean, I like the Farrell Cooper move. He's a guy that made the Pro Bowl as a kick returner. I know he hasn't been necessarily healthy this season. He's but 23. He came, he's I mean, 23, he's exactly. He's yeah. a guy that can come in, and if he's healthy next season, you can move Christian Kirk out of that punt return yeah. position. And, you know, we look at Christian Kirk. He looks fragile. He's shown it with his – he's been IR'd with a foot injury. Farrell Cooper, if he's, not a, if he's not a weapon in the pass game, he is in special teams – this is just a team that needs talent up and down its roster, and I think Farrell Cooper adds a little just wrinkle to a roster that otherwise didn't have it. Yeah, I mean, in, in the jet sweep time that we're in now with football, you need fast guys. Yeah. You just need fast guys. And one play one play for a touchdown, you need guys like that. Now, was Kevin Benjamin cut by the Chiefs, or is he still with them? Oh, he's still with them. He's still with them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right, because Sammy Watkins was hurt, and he was active, but I don't know. I mean, I agree with you. I think that this year it's just we're so far – down the hill of uh, there's just not there's no momentum to be gained at this point no. in my opinion but and look I'm ta- I'm not asking Steve Kime to go out there and, and reshape this roster God forbid we don't want him to do that mm-hmm. but looking at the bottom of the roster if they can just turn turn it over and maybe if you get a guy like Farrow Cooper who can compete for a roster spot next season that's good. Yeah, I mean, with the Rams, it's not like Farrell Cooper can't play. It's just the Rams are so talented right. that they don't need – I well, mean, they that had, he's expendable. Right. They had the girly injury to where they needed a little uh, just breathing room at the running back position, so they brought in C.J. Anderson. Mm-hmm. It was just – and Sean McVay said yesterday it was just a numbers issue with Farrell Cooper. Right. So they needed to bring on another well, running C.J. back. C.J. Anderson was a number one back a year and a half ago. For the Broncos, yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, he, he had some – he played for the Carolina Panthers yeah. earlier this so season. They have 14 running backs. And nobody really expected Christian McCaffrey to be able to withstand all of the touches. that He's getting Arian Foster touches. He's getting Arian Foster touches in, in Carolina. On the other side, I'm going to surprise Bo with a question that he oh doesn't boy. know about yet. We'll Here be we right go. back. It is the holiday season, and temperatures have continually dropped. Even here in Phoenix, maybe you're headed up north. Maybe you're going up for a white Christmas in Flagstaff. You're going to want to get your Action Heat on. This episode of Locked on Arizona Cardinals is brought to you by Action Heat. Action Heat makes the world's best battery-heated clothing. Heat on demand at the touch of a button. Control your environment with Action Heat. It's one of those products that came out like maybe like Uber or dating apps where you're like, why didn't we do this before? Action Heat heated clothing engineered to safely and efficiently deliver heat via heating panels similar to your heated car seat. They can reach temperatures up to 135 degrees and are powered by a rechargeable 5-volt lithium-ion battery that lasts up to 12 hours on each charge. Action Heat batteries can also be used to recharge your phone or any other gadget while you're wearing them. 
perfect for any friend, family member as a holiday on your holiday gift list. Great for anybody who works outdoors, skiers, snowboarders, anybody that loves the outdoors and hates being cold. Action Heat clothing provides a toasty warmth and comfort for your whole body, including heated jackets, socks, gloves, hats, and even undergarments like heated base, layer shirts, long johns. You can stay warm and cozy from head to toe with Action Heat. Action Heat available in men's and women's and has a great new style and models just released for this winter season. Make winter activities more enjoyable with a blast of warmth. Action Heat is a perfect solution to keep you toasty and warm even in the most frigid weather. We've got an offer for you. We've got a special deal for our listeners. Save 20% off your entire order. Just go to actionheat.com slash locked on to check out everything Action Heat has to offer. That's actionheat.com slash locked on or use the coupon code locked on to check out and save 20%. Stay toasty and warm while you enjoy all your outdoor activities this winter with Action Heat. And we thank them for sponsoring our podcast. Wrapping up here, Locked On Cardinals, Alex Clancy, Bo Brock. You got a take that's wrapped in Action Heat clothing right now? You know what? <laughs> I don't need Action Heat clothing. It's hot on its own. So, and this is not, this is far-fetched. This is a a deep cut question. Okay. If head coach Ron Rivera were to be let go by the Panthers, which would be asinine, but new owner coming from New York, not his guy, Six-game losing streak. It could end up being eight-game losing streak if if Cam's out for the rest of the year, which he is, and Christian McCaffrey doesn't play. Mm-hmm. Do you think that the Cardinals have enough on the defensive side to woo him to the desert? To be their coordinator? Or no, to coach? be their head coach. Yeah, because he certainly. he would be he would be scooped up immediately. Yeah, I think Ron Rivera would be a great call. Um, Riverboat Ron. Yeah. He was one of those guys that was kind of forced to ditch his conservative ways. Yeah. On the fly, it was kind of sink or swim for him, and that's why he's got the sweet nickname that he has. And, yeah, I, I mean, Carolina has been one of those teams that I think has overperformed at times, underperformed at times. Just look at the, the stretch. I don't look at, like, Rivera as somebody that's, ideal for Josh Rosen, but I think he is in the position where with North Turner and Carolina, that's been a good marriage right there. Mm-hmm. Him in the right situation with the right coordinator, I think he's a good leader, and I think he puts his team in positions to be successful maybe when they don't have the the right amount of talent. Yeah, I think he, I mean, consider, the, look at the NFC South and how the Carolinas contended it with the with Drew Brees and Matt Ryan. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's impressive. Yeah, no, it's true. And and I know it's, a, it's an off-the-wall question to end the podcast, but it's just interesting to think because you need a leader, right? And he, I think he comes from a military family. He played linebacker, I believe. I mean, he, he was linebacker coach. Yeah, he, was for the, he played for the Bears. Right. Linebacker coach and defensive coordinator for the Chargers when they were good in the early 2000s and then took the job with Carolina. And the dude, he's a winner. You know, and he hasn't won a Super Bowl as a head coach, but with what they're doing offensively with nothing, yeah. I mean, they have the receiving core that's equal to what the Cardinals have. Yeah. And they have, I, I don't know what the difference is. I mean, they have Cam Newton, so they have a better quarterback, even though, you know, Cam hasn't played well during, during the second half of the season. Mm-hmm. But if you can somehow construct an offense where David Johnson gets the Christian McCaffrey touches and a quarterback well, that's second. I don't think second, he would be able to bring Norv no, no, no. with but, you. But he needs – they brought in Norv Turner, so he obviously had a say in that. He knows the offense 
he the offensive mind that he needs in an effort to be a leader sure. for the team. Something again that Mike McCoy failed miserably at for Steve Wilkes. I, I don't know. It's concerning because Rivera also employed Mike Shula for a long time, and he was a disaster. Yeah, you know, he was a guy that was not uh, innovative in his play calling at all. So it th- there is going to be. I honestly hope we get to the point where we can really break down coaching candidates. I full-heartedly believe Black Monday is going to be a tough day for Steve Wilkes and Steve Kime. Yeah, I but, hope so. Uh, yeah, there's going to be some interesting names. I think a guy like John Harbaugh has kind of gotten in the good graces of the Baltimore Ravens organization. And the couple- defense has been so good. Yeah. Even with no names. Even after Ray Lewis left and Terrell Suggs tore his Achilles, the defense was always top five, and they still are. Yeah, I would just say that I don't think he hits the the market unless there's a collapse over the next two games, mm-hmm. right? And and it's it, you can squarely put it on John Harbaugh's shoulders, but also you look at like if something goes, I mean, this week Pittsburgh could lose, Pittsburgh could drop out of, out of the playoffs. Yeah, does Mike Tomlin become available? I don't think that the Steelers have. If he becomes available, absolutely, you make that phone call, right, Mike Tom? Mm-hmm. I, I think Mike Tomlin would be a great op- option. I, w- I want to take Mike McCarthy off the board just because just all the respect that Josh Rosen has for Aaron Rodgers, I just think that's a bad start. Yeah, no, no, listen, I completely agree. I completely agree. I mean, that is Mike McCarthy is the Mike McCoy of head coaches with the quarterback that he's had. And I refer to Peyton Manning's years that got Mike McCoy all his money and Jake <laughs> DeLome, I guess. But really, that 2013 just... Well, they broke all the records. Yeah. And Peyton Manning broke all the records. And then Mike McCoy parlayed that into head coaching position. Alex Clancy, Bo Brock. You got well, a prediction? We did our predictions We yesterday, did them yesterday. Right? I think mine was 100 to nothing. Yeah. It's right cool. around 100 to nothing. Over under. 98 and a half. I'll take the over. Alex Clancy, Bo Brock. We'll check you guys on Monday.